Hello and welcome to the Digital Gold Dust podcast, co-hosted by designer Sammy Phillips and copywriter Lee Tierney. We're here to share those kindred conversations that are often missing in the world of business ownership. Stories of life as a soulful business owner, what it means to tell your story online as a sensitive soul, what makes great copy and design and all manner of shimmering stuff in between. Let's open today's pot of gold dust and dive into the episode. Hi, Sammy. Morning. How are you? I'm all right, thanks. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. I'm excited about this episode. I'm quite excited about this episode. Before we jump into it, though, I do have a confession to make. What is your confession? It's a sad one. We should hold a visual or something. Bubbles is dead. <gasps> oh my god, that is sad. <laughs> that? For anyone who hasn't heard about Bubbles, Bubbles was my sourdough starter who was over a year old, who I had cultivated from scratch. Uh, he 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 died probably from neglect. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll take a little moment for Bubbles. Actually, I'm <laughs> severely neglecting Sydney at the moment. He is not happy with me at all. So um, I keep putting the flower out on the side to remind me to like give him a little yeah. refresh. Yeah. But I find it hard in winter because it's like, I'm like, oh, when the heating comes on, we don't have heating till later in the day. And then he doesn't really do anything. And it's come on. Yeah, I just with client, client work and yeah. other stuff. <laughs> maintaining a sourdough starter I just couldn't live up to sadly uh, so Bubbles is dead at some point I'll get back to it and start Bubbles Mark 2 um <laughs> Bubbles the new generation yeah <laughs> uh, so yeah I thought I'd just just share share that little update there uh just you know set the tone <laughs> as I do <laughs> um so this episode, which is really exciting, we're going to be talking, well, because the whole theme of this season is visibility. Um, so what would be really remiss of us is to not shine a bit of a spotlight on your enormous and gorgeous rebrand and website launch. Um, because this is the absolute epitome of showing up and standing out online. Um loud and proud authentically as you even though you're a sensitive soul you're definitely walking the talk with this <laughs> um so we've decided that for this episode I'm kind of kind of pick your brains a little bit to help our listeners to understand what their brand could and should be doing for them how to recognize the signs that you've maybe outgrown what you've got in place now and what you can do to get back into alignment as a conscious business owner. That was my kind of obvious route of like, I want to get out of what I'm doing. This is a really big passion of mine. I want to study it, signed up, loving the course. And then with COVID, it kind of just gave me the opportunity to kind of take that leap and be like, right, I want to leave that, study this full time. Um, And then that will speed up the process. And then I can kind of get on to, you know, this new career and through that process I created the nutritional palette because I was like okay well I can get things moving get an Instagram profile up. I was kind of already on Instagram 
sharing my kind of IBS story and just food and the general, you know, like foodie pictures and, you know, that kind of my health journey in a way. And it was nice to connect with other people. Um, so that was kind of already there. So it's kind of like a natural development to turn it mm. into that. Set up a website, trying to get things going. And then obviously, um, long story short, found that that wasn't the right route for me and that actually I needed to find, although I still wanted to be involved in that industry, it was like, how can I best use my skills, which, mm. you know, I was already getting red flags, you know, myself about, you know, I don't want to be moving so much away from the creativity because that's just, it's just a big a thing through my life that I've always just kind of come back to the creative element, like my drive to be creative and um, put things out um, into the world is just always so strong. Um, so it did put it, it's been a bit of a journey, that whole thing, but <laughs> I won't bore everyone with it. Um, but I made the decision at that point that I didn't want that to hold me back because it was like, mm. I've already got a website. I've already got a Instagram handle. I've already got people following me. I just need, this is a big pivot, but the name isn't totally out of the way. Yeah. Um, I knew I needed some time to kind of, okay, what does this new business look like? It was kind of a bit of an epiphany and was like right I just gotta get going on it because you know there's no time to waste kind of thing and didn't want the that the whole thing of like oh yeah but the names are I need a new brand I need a new this I need a new website I, didn't, I just like okay I could just switch the pages you know tweak the copy it's not gonna be perfect but I need to get going um and so that's how I kind of launched as the nutritional palette and obviously that first year in business as we know is that kind of really important year isn't it where you're just yeah. you're working things out you're starting to work with clients you're finding out what you like doing what you know where you are really excelling at um and then refining that of like who do I really want to work with you know more about thinking more about my values and kind of it's a big thing it's a really big thing to suddenly come out of if you've switched from a kind of corporate structure mm. career and we've talked about this before haven't we into like working for yourself like everything's new and it's almost like it's really exciting that I can decide all these things for myself but it's actually also really overwhelming so it was kind of like you know taking it step by step and I knew at some point I would need to come back and relook really at the brand the business where I wanted to take it but I kind of gave myself that space of like okay I'm just going to experiment and play around and and sort of see where I want to take it so that's kind of how it got started um but obviously there's that inevitable point where you're like this isn't right anymore yeah so why don't we talk about that so how did you realize that the nutritional palette no longer fit and how maybe how was it impacting how you showed up was there and was there a, a particular tipping point for you yeah it's sort of it's one of those things that it sort of gradually builds and it sort of starts as a niggle where you're kind of like well this doesn't really explain what I do you know and just thinking from a very practical perspective thinking from like SEO you know I remember looking at my stats on on Google Analytics and it was like you know I was being found for people looking for like makeup palettes you know and I was like okay that that's fair that's fair enough <laughs> um but, you know, it's not really saying what I do. 
anymore. And obviously I was working with, you know, sort of fitness instructors, coaches, um, psychologists. It was still within that kind of within the health, wellness, well-being area, you know, people that were helping others to, you know, improve their health, improve their well-being, which is what I really, you know, I'm still passionate about. But it wasn't solely nutritionist and I didn't want it to solely be nutritionist as much as you know I've got obviously knowledge in that area um I didn't want to exclude and obviously the name was just very strongly pointing to nutrition so it's kind of one of those things where you you start feeling disconnected you start feeling out of alignment and obviously that as I say, it starts at a niggle, but it builds up and builds up and builds up until you get to, you do get to that kind of breaking tipping point, or I did anyway, um, where, you know, you just notice that you're struggling to kind of find the right words, you're struggling to write a newsletter, write a blog post, everything, you're not really focused, like things are feeling like, you know, I kind of knew who I was talking to, but I guess it wasn't really niched enough and it wasn't really I wasn't really feeling super connected like mm-hmm. yes this it gives you that energy doesn't it when you kind of yeah you've got your mission and so my mission felt a little bit blurry and a bit I don't know quite sure where I'm going with it and so then everything becomes quite hard work um mm. and obviously that's going to show isn't it it means that you're not going to necessarily connect with people then you start not really putting yourself out there because you're like well I can't really find the right words and I can't really articulate what I want to very well so I'm just not gonna write a newsletter or write a blog post or do those things and obviously then you start not really showing up which obviously has a massive impact on your business affects your confidence and for me having had a very good experience of feeling out of alignment Mm. and feeling like you're pretending to be someone else or operating in a world that doesn't really fit you is anxiety inducing exhausting um and those feelings were starting to come back of like you know this doesn't feel right I don't my website wasn't bad obviously as a web designer it you know it was a lovely website it was fine and it was you know people were looking at it and booking calls and booking me but I didn't feel really proud of that I knew I'd moved on um and I put a lot of heart and soul into that but I was kind of like it's not talking about the right message anymore Mm. I just got that feeling of like when I was on you know kind of like a group call or somewhere where I was kind of networking I'd be like oh everyone share their you know share their website or share their contact details I'd be like really reluctant and be like oh like yes here's my website but you know with the caveat of like that doesn't really explain don't judge me on it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> where I am right now and it was just once you hit that stage where you're not putting yourself out there and you're really reluctant to share mm. your brand or your website then you know it's time to change um and I will caveat that with obviously in those early stages it, you know you you might not feel you've got to give yourself some time yeah. like in the first year you don't want to be like spending all your time like switching your brand and 
tweaking and fiddling with your website a million times because it doesn't quite feel right because obviously in those early days you know you are just finding out what works for you and that does take time and it it does require a bit of patience but I think if it's building up to a level you just know and obviously as a as a sensitive person it's maybe a bit more a bit more of a physical feeling for Mm. me maybe other people but it was it was that kind of full body no (laughs) which which you trusted and listened to yeah yeah um so important and we do celebrate that yeah and that takes some that takes trust Mm -hmm. and that takes some you know courage takes courage yeah. yeah it does um because it's one of those things isn't it it's always quite hard to say sort of goodbye to a chapter and mm. start something new and that can has its own its own feelings around it but I think if you're no longer feeling kind of excited about your business if it's not giving you that extra energy and it's not preparing you like your brand and your and your website should honor where you are now but it should also leave room for you to grow Mm. there should be that feeling of expansion and if you're feeling like this you know like I was with the nutritional palette this is not going to allow me to grow my business in the way that I was starting to envisage there's no room for that Mm. Um, then you know that that is time that probably is the right time for a rebrand yeah and to come back to what you were saying earlier on obviously not obviously for us it's obvious not necessarily for our listeners um the the nutrition piece was one of our sort of golden threads that we both followed um that passion and interest and we both studied nutrition and yeah. we both kind of thought we were going to be working in that sphere when we left the corporate arena um and then found that actually there was a a better way of serving that audience with through creativity um which is obviously a really powerful realization in and of itself um but that whole reaching a point where your brand is keeping you hemmed in we talked about this before you and I possibly offline I went through that process as well because so again how we met was kind of through the health bloggers community and I was canny attitude online and I had this health blog and then I tried to make that blog into a website when I realized I wanted to start selling services and that didn't work for me and it was the brand itself that was keeping me small and hemmed in um so which is why I'm now just me online (laughs) um so I think it's a really common experience that is again one of those things that probably isn't really talked about that much um so hopefully our listeners if they are resonating with this and going hmm, yes that sounds like me this is giving them a little bit of reassurance that it's perfectly normal to feel yeah. this way so yeah and it's we- good I mean it shows growth doesn't it? it shows that you are developing and and you're growing so although it can be unnerving at the time and like mm. oh how do I work my way through this and what what is me tinkering and what is me actually really needing to take you know go back to basics maybe and, and relook at things um you know I can understand that that might feel a bit unnerving yeah so you kind of started to touch on this but let's look more deeply at 
what should our listeners' brands be doing for them? What could it be doing for them um, rather than that, you know, some of this tipping point stuff that we've been talking about? If we go into the realms of what is possible. Yeah, I think, as I mentioned, what's really important is that it gives you room to grow, that it articulates in the best way possible your vision for your business. Mm. It should connect with your ideal clients. It should be it should feel quite magnetic yeah. to your ideal clients and actually also repel um those that you don't want to work with. And mm. um I listened to an amazing podcast with the brand stylist and she talks about this a lot. And um, she referred to them as the anti-muse because she talks about ideal clients being muses. And yep. then she, but you, we also have an anti-muse of the ones that, you know, ideally are not the most enjoyable to work with or are not the right fit because of your values, because of your mission. Um, so really, your brand should do a lot of that heavy lifting for you. Mm -hmm. so by the time people actually do reach out to you they've kind of gone through that filter. So your brand and your website is really, and your messaging is like a filter um, of where people are reading that, the visual aspects, the whole emotional connection to that should feel <clears throat> good for your ideal clients. And so therefore it's very important when you're looking at your branding to go and do that deep work mm. because it's not about you I mean yes you want to feel connected and, and aligned to your brand but it's really more about your clients and so it's like getting that balance between what feels right and comfortable for you and translates your message but also what is going to connect with them and so that's where that's where I came to you wasn't it was I was like okay I know I could sense and I could feel kind of where I wanted to go with things. But we all, I think, you know, hold ourselves back to a certain extent. Mm. Um, and it was what was great with you is that you were very good at helping me look at the bigger picture and kind of like, okay, let's not just look at, you know, yes, you create websites and yes, you create branding, but what is the ripple effect mm. of that you know and and it's kind of feels a bit overindulgent to be like oh what you know the impact I have on the world but but it but you do when you really actually look kind of with a bit of a micro lens at okay you know I help somebody feel more aligned you know I'm going through I was weirdly going through the same process as what obviously I take a lot of our clients through and my clients yeah. through. um I was having to go through my own process um which is harder than it than it seems oh, it always is <laughs> yourself you're like I know what I'm doing it should be easy like it's actually the worst yeah um that you kind of feel like oh you know who am I to sort of feel like I have mm -hmm. this impact or mission in the world but actually you know kind of remember feeling really fired up after our conversation because it was like no I could you know you gave me that permission slip to be like no you can be honest with yourself and see that you are having this impact and what does that mean to that person and how are they then showing up in the world and how does that impact their family how does it impact 
their own health to how does it impact you know their confidence all those things and that's when you realize that there's real power um in in something that you know it goes way beyond just a logo and pretty colors and a pretty website <clears throat> it's and that's what I'm really passionate about and so it was like how do I articulate that was yeah. was actually very hard and so it can feel like I think in the world we live in the fact that it moves so fast I, and I I catch myself doing this quite a lot is that you kind of want to get to the end point really quick you're kind of like right I just want to get tick, to tick bit. tick tick and move yeah. on yeah and, and you don't always see the value you're like oh that takes time I don't really have time mm-hmm. I want to get to the end you know it's a bit like I don't want to read the whole book I just want to kind of read the the conclusion and then like done yeah and you can't with this stuff if you really honestly want to create something <clears throat> that lasts because I don't think you should be you shouldn't be rebranding like every couple of years like you should no. be maybe making a few tweaks updating your wording a little bit maybe your services have shifted slightly you know that they'll obviously be developments and shifts but you shouldn't be reinventing yourself every few years if you do the work in the right way in the beginning and I think that's where we're so passionate aren't we about that foundational work and we've talked about it so much on the podcast and obviously I had to go through that myself with that okay what is my mission what are my values what do I want you know, my my values as a person are very strongly tied to my business values, but obviously there's some differences in terms of, you know, your business is a, is a different entity, so it can have its own kind of personality in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what are those values? What What are the most important things? Who is my ideal client? And again, you need another permission slip, I feel like, sometimes to be like, you know, obviously sometimes you're, you're just kind of trying to survive in your business and you know you need to earn money you need to pay the bills and you know all the other stuff but then it's nice to be able to step back and be like okay who do I really want to work with you know not necessarily just the bread and butter but who is really gonna make me feel excited who is going to give me that energy and that excitement you know and I'm not saying like you'll get that all the time but it's good to have an idea of who that is and so much then stems from there. And I think, well, we know that that connection means that what follows becomes much easier. There's less friction, you know, it's a lot smoother. The words come easier, you know, once you've kind of understood the messaging and the kind of words that connect with those people um you you have that vocabulary to pull from and it just feels a lot a lot more natural so I think that cannot be underestimated spending time on doing that work and it's not easy like it's it takes a lot of soul searching you know because we are our businesses you know we're not a big corporate entity we're not hiding behind a big banner like we are our business so um that you know is important but can be can be very vulnerable and you have to be okay with that vulnerability yeah I think to analogize this this is not 
really landing for everyone. The most appropriate analogy is in terms of a romantic relationship. You don't skip from, you know, first date to running down the altar or, or you know, steps before then without <laughs> wanting to go uh, TMI. Um, the, the, this whole process is a soul searching process. It's a getting to know process. It's a learning what makes you tick, what makes them tick um, and kind of bringing that all together um, and building something slowly brick by brick rather than you know rushing headlong into a whirlwind um and I think this whole process of discovering who your brand is and how that shows up in the world if you are struggling to you know really connect in with how that how that sits and how that feels I think that you know thinking about building a lasting romantic relationship is probably the most appropriate analogy mm. for that yeah yeah exactly and it is and it is it is a bit of a getting to know yourself process as well it's like mm. you know you're kind of rediscovering things you're reclaiming things it's a really liberating um point in your business I feel because you know it, it it also pulls in things like how do I want to be working in what way in what way suits me as my you know my personality am I somebody that's that loves public speaking that loves talking to groups that loves doing group things or am I more of a one-to-one or am I you know all those things like I think mm. it's you don't always kind of realize that you can mold your business in a way that suits how you work best because that's really important and that was something again I mean ongoing but definitely I had to re-look at is you know <clears throat> kind of read really re tapping back into my creativity and honoring it and making sure that it's protected and that it is you know harnessed in the right way that it's nurtured and seeing it as an important business tool which is quite hard I think for any creatives um you know we're kind of not used to really looking at it in that way and so it's like how do you make sure that you have your best energy for your clients um and all those kind of things will come into play in terms of how you then mold that business and that plays into I think what we're going to talk about as well in this in this episode is you know the business name and and what's the most suitable kind of avenue for you to go down um so that kind of taps into that vision piece but I think if you're willing to go through that process and kind of get really clear on those things it is almost it fast tracks you because then everything else that comes after it is easier and quicker and you have a much better idea and obviously if if you're doing that work and then you're coming to either you or me or other copywriter designer whoever to work with and you've got a clearer picture I mean obviously we have those processes in place to take you through that but it's much easier to start from that point rather than a oh well you know I just I need a new website or I you know 
it's like okay but wh- where do we start from that you know you need to kind of go back we can't just like zhuzh it up um you know unless you don't need the rebrand and it is just a case of yeah I need to just update a few things like obviously that that's fine um but I think once you go through that process kind of coming back in a very long-winded way to to your kind of original question of like what should it be doing for you the outcome of that is you know it gives you confidence I think that's one of the most important things I see with how I felt myself and seeing my own clients go through that process is that confidence to be like, I'm dying to share this. I want to get this out there. I want to help people. I love it. I feel connected to it. I feel totally aligned with, you know, the colors and the, and the fonts and the the logo and the look of it and the wording that should give you that confidence and that energy to really propel your business forward and also excite you you know like that could trigger a lot of ideas of where you want to take it in the future and the feeling that there's room to grow and develop and that's I think what a really good brand should do for you which is a lot like the analogy of a relationship right a really good relationship yes it feels vulnerable it takes work but it gets to feel good yeah exactly and not more of that yeah and as you said before like not to feel hemmed in or like oh I'm trapped now like I I can only do this because I've said that you know these are the parameters of it um you know it needs to it needs to serve you and you should feel proud of it you should Mm -hmm. feel proud because then you're going to show up then you're going to share then you're going to get out there a lot more you're going to be proud when you hand over your business card or say here's my website or here's my instagram handle or here's my linkedin profile like whatever it is you'll be more than happy to share that with people and what will that mean it means that you're showing up as confident that means that more people will be attracted to you because you've got a good energy um hopefully they'll be connecting obviously with all those visuals that we talked about and you should be booking more people because you're actually going to be showing up and getting out there so that's only going to go one way isn't it yeah (laughs) I mean obviously there's a lot of work still in between that and you don't just launch as I'm at that stage now of like yeah yeah um it's well, it's not an if we build it, they will come. Yeah. You've got to continue the momentum we were talking before we joined this recording. Your new website is out there. It's beautiful. Your branding is out there. But now, as much as we celebrate that, yes, yeah. it's there. And what do next? It. Yeah, you've got to keep that momentum going and and you've got to keep resharing and blogging and doing those things that's gonna keep you showing up and keeping being in front of people in in the way that feels comfortable for you I mean I'm not talking about a kind of you know being out there that you have to be like you know suddenly because (laughs) dancing on reels and things (laughs) but it's in in your own way whether that means like yeah you know I'm proud to kind of now start really building a mailing list Mm -hmm. and um 
you know, for my business, one of those things, and I guess the name change, obviously we haven't even said, like obviously went for the nutritional palette and now um, Colab Creative, sort of Colab Creative Design Studio, um, you know, that for me encapsulates a lot of where I hope my business to go in the future. And um, the Colab piece is very much around collaboration, um, obviously our work together mm. um, fed into that and with other creatives of like hang on you know we've got something quite unique here where we have this lovely network of great professionals that can bring a really holistic service to our clients um, and obviously we'll talk about that in in other episodes where we've got mm. lovely case studies of our clients um sharing their thoughts on that but how that can work really well and so I could see that being a big part of my business and for me personally like I learned quite quickly that me just being on my own completely was actually quite quite a struggle for me as much as I love having my own autonomy and even in all the jobs I've done I've always kind of been like a little bit of a satellite because mm. I like doing my own work I like um, you know I don't need to be micromanaged all those kind of things but I obviously do get energy from other people and so I didn't want my business to be um, that's where it came into the name again like collab co being k-o-h meaning island and it was about you know we are our own little individual islands with our own businesses but that doesn't mean we have to be alone we can connect up support each other and so a big part of where I want the business to go is to kind of create a bit of a collective I'm so passionate about small businesses independent businesses mm. and obviously we are going through tough times and sadly I am hearing more and more of like oh another independent business has gone gone under and I just feel like you know the more we can support and rally together and share in that journey and not feel so alone the better for everybody and I'm really really passionate about independent businesses being supported and like kind of taking on these big mm. corporate you know I'm so frustrated by and you know won't go into it so whole other episode in itself but you know especially when you're looking at kind of the food industry and things like yeah. that oh you know so the more we can support and harness that and obviously that's a big part of part of my values and a big part I wanted to bring into the business and again the nutritional palette couldn't have done that whereas collab creative feels like it has room for that in the future very expansive isn't it now <laughs> feels exciting as it should do yeah it should it, again it gets to be fun once you've put in that you know the foundations and the groundwork it, it gets to be fun and I feel like stuff slotted into place quite quickly for you yeah I mean I guess the process was quite long but because I was just busy in my business it was kind of like I had to keep sort of putting off the rebrand and that is where I did get to that tipping point because all in all it was about six months hmm. and in some ways I was quite happy to to let it sit there for a bit because I wanted the name to feel right I wanted I started you know with the mood board and some ideas and I kind of sat with that for quite a while and kept coming back to it and I was like yeah that feels you know my intuition was like yep that's right and I thought okay well 
if after six months I'm still feeling really comfortable and aligned with this then then I know it's right I'm not saying one has to take six months but no. you know it, it it is a bit of a process when when you start thinking about it and um but as you said like once things started moving then it was like okay yeah this it all started to feel started to flow which is an amazing feeling in itself um and that is where I was kind of doing all this work in the background and got to the point where I was like, I just can't hold it in anymore. Like this has to come out. And it was like, okay, it's not gonna be perfect. I'm not gonna have, you know, everything ready at once. I just, the first thing I did was I had to change my Instagram handle. I was like, I can't handle it anymore being the wrong net. Like it's just, it's just too painful now. Yeah. And so I just rolled it out in bits, but like no one's looking at my business as closely as as you are yourself so to you it seems like a big thing but other people are like oh huh, that's strange okay but, yeah. you know and then I did get to the point where obviously you know launched the website and the branding was a bit more forefront where I kind of did announce it but um and it was lovely to have somewhere to point people in the right direction that actually felt like it represented me but um yeah in in some ways it kind of did slide into place quite quickly once once we got that wording down, that mission, that good old mission statement, which I still come back to. I love that you're still using that. Yeah, it's a magic tool, I tell you. <laughs> and that that flow piece that you mentioned a moment ago, that is a real key theme of your new branding as well, isn't it? So it's it's lovely that that's come through so strongly. Yeah, any it's there's so much that tied that you know is tied into it for me I mean obviously you know the sea is a big theme throughout the branding and that is hinting at you know our move to the sea and and I kept going back to the sea in my process so I actually came up with the name and a lot of the fundamentals when I was actually on holiday and I wasn't going on holiday to be like I'm going to work but I was just like this is a space where I've got time and I just set aside a few hours on a sun lounger you know by the ocean and was like this is a good space for me to be in to start thinking okay about the future and where I want to take this new you know this rebrand um so it all kind of interconnects which is lovely beautiful yeah so <laughs> I'm actually going to put, put you on the spot now <laughs> I'm a, we've asked this question to a couple of like our podcast guests this series so I'm gonna ask it to you uh, and no I didn't let Sammy prepare for this one. <laughs> what one thing do you want listeners to take away from this episode so if we started the phrase dear soulful business owner I wish you knew this how would you fill it dear business owner I wish you knew how amazingly confident and vibrant and magnetic and memorable your business can be if you dive into that groundwork and really look at your mission your values and really be true to yourself in that process um I think you'll be surprised by just how powerful that is amazing so if um, 
our listeners are sitting there going, hmm, I feel like maybe I need to go through this kind of process. Do you have any tips for them on how to get started or prepare? I think don't underestimate the work involved. Mm. <laughs> Not to put people off, but I think it it does take effort and it does take some time. So, you know, obviously if you're kind of busy in your business you're dealing with lots of client stuff you're going to need to set aside some time like don't underestimate that you need to do some work and if you do end up getting help from people like us then it's not like we're there to do it for you yeah we'll guide you and help and pull out you know little strings of magic that maybe you can't see and I think that is really helpful actually having an external pair of eyes on your business to really kind of help you uncover that magic but just don't underestimate you know the time and effort that that does take but as I said it will fast track you later and that's the thing is that it's really as much as it's hard in this world right now when everything's so quick and instant gratification to kind of feel like you want to maybe just all right I just want to change everything now and like yeah you know it does take some time and if you put that thoughtful process in it will reward you and it will last I mean there's no reason why your brand can't last you a good 10 years um if you're not following just the trends and what's mm. trendy right now and you're, you're building something that is true to you connects with your clients it will last the test of time and yeah there'll be some tweaks and a bit of a refresh or something maybe you know down the line but it, that's the power it has and so really it will save you a lot of time in the long run so that mm -hmm. would be amazing that's there's so much good stuff there um I feel like that's a really great note to finish the episode on but was there anything else you wanted to to share with our listeners on this whole rebranding journey that you've been on before we call it there um anything else I think did you want to just quickly talk about the kind of brand name versus your own name? Because that's quite a big one for people. It is a big one for people. And it's funny because we, we do come at it slightly differently, don't we? Because <laughs> I'm always like, why are you hiding behind a brand name? You need to be you. <laughs> um, and I have that conversation with business owners quite frequently. Um, but as, of course, you say, it's, it depends on your business, right? Yeah. And I think it's it, it you gotta choose it for the right for the right reason. And I went through a bit of that process of like, do I just use my name? I looked into it and it was just so hard to get any kind of domain name, social media handle, anything that was really just my name without having to add on <laughs> a load of stuff at the end, which would have meant it was too long. People are not gonna remember that and type that in, you know. Um and listening to other experienced business owners, you know, it depends what you want for your business. Mm. And there's a couple of great examples um, of, you know, if you're putting your name into a business and where that where that goes, like, do you have the capacity mm. to be the face? Because obviously if it's your name, then people expect you to show up. Yeah. <laughs> and so I know somebody that that started off just one man band, 
but has grown the business to such a level that, you know, she needs team members, she needs assistance, she needs other people to write content and help with, you know, the 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 scale that the business has got to. And and maybe you don't want to get to that and that's fine. You want to cap it at, you know, just happy with me and I don't, you know, maybe you need a virtual assistant or someone to help you, but, you know, you don't necessarily want employees and to grow a big business, then great. But if you do, then obviously you've got to be aware yeah. that if you've got your name front front and centre, that people expect you to be showing up. And also someone like, like Jo Malone, obviously, mm. you know, she created that. And maybe at the time she probably didn't expect it to grow and be, you know, a household name like it has but obviously she got to a point where she sold her business and that's quite hard when it's your name on it but you no longer own mm. it so I think it just depends if you want to scale your business if you want to keep it just you um does it encapsulate everything and for me because I wanted that more collaborative you know, yes, I'm going to be the face of, of my business, but I wanted that kind of more collaborative element. Go Love Creative just felt really good. And it does allow me that if I do want to, at, at some point, employ other designers that are aligned with the business values, then it gives me the space to do that a bit easier. So that's from my perspective. Um, not saying I'm, I'm just really lucky that I've got an unusual name that no one can pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like a common old, you know, <laughs> kind of a bit jealous of, of your name. <laughs> Don't be. Remember, no one can pronounce it. <laughs> but yeah, I think there's, you know, there's arguments for both. Yeah, and... it's, it's what you're using it for. Are you using it to hide behind so that yeah. you don't have to show up and so you can have this kind of edifice between you and your customers or are you using it to show up and stand up loud loud and proud um and then what your actual vision and direction for your business is yeah and for me it was also quite important to have like a bit of a <clears throat> distinction I don't know how much it's actually helped to be honest but that you know obviously we are our businesses but there also needs to be a bit of a divide of like you know I'm not my actual business and mm. that needs to stand on its own and my self-worth shouldn't be tied to it which you know is not easy so for me I think having the name not to hide behind but to have it as a kind of there is a bit more of a distinction between me and that which I find very very hard in my work because I'm putting my heart and soul into it yeah um, it, it just creates a little bit more of a distinction so again that that's another way to look at it so yeah well if, if you struggle with boundaries <laughs> it could be a good thing <laughs> and that the, the reminder here is that your business is an extension of you it is not to you yeah exactly because it can have a life of its its own and a personality of its own that is is not necessarily all of your traits yeah yeah and it's important to remember that super well we have jammed so much into this conversation yeah a A lot of gold dust in this I feel like it was um a lot of important things though not not because we were using me as a little a little case study but because of that messaging around what it can do for you I think is is massive and it's really transformative 
Yeah, um, and it's know. a really common problem. Mm. This 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 tipping point and the feeling of ick with your brand and what do I name next? Um, we see a lot of businesses, business owners going through this. So if you are feeling like we've, we've been saying a lot of what you're feeling and you're listening to this episode, please know that you're not alone. Mm. Definitely. And, and reach out if you want to, you know, it's, um, it's not always nice when you kind of get really into your own head about it. So feel free to come and chat to us or drop us a message or a voice note. Well, what is the line? We're all islands, but... Don't swim alone. There we go. We're all islands, but we don't swim alone. Beautiful. Lovely. Thank you so much for this chat, Sammy. It's been a real pleasure, as always. Lovely. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Digital Gold Dust podcast. We're sure you took away some shimmer from this one. We'd love it if you join our circle of subscribers. Do hit the subscribe button to keep up with our latest conversations. If you have thoughts to share about this topic or you'd like to get in touch with either of us about our work, you'll find our contact details in the show notes. If you love the podcast, you can get involved in the conversation using Anchor Voice Notes. And you can help us to spread the word and continue the kindred conversation by leaving a review. Until next time.